Welcome to Declassified Live, guys. All right, starting off, I'm going to uh, ask, how is the audio? Because we've had a couple of audio glitches. And I don't know why, because we start off every day. Our video is uh, pretty good now. We're not having those video streaming problems. But I don't know why our audio has been a little weird. I want to talk about Omarosa. So, hey, what's happening? Satan. That's weird. Maga's some great bloke. How's the audio sound, you guys? Just give me a little feedback right now. Let me know. Uh, just let me know what the audio is like to you. And uh, good on this end. All right, good. We got a good audio. All right. So I really want to talk about the Zomorosa situation. And normally, I don't do shows that engage in gossip and all this stuff. But this one's bothering me, and it's bothering me for a different reason. If you watch the show, if you watch my other shows, if you listen to me on the radio, if you watch the uh, afternoon television show I do, on a uh, cable network in the U.S., um, I, uh, I, you know, I'm a big defender of this president. I'm a big supporter of this president. And look, I've always been honest about that, right? I'm an opinion commentator. I'm a, I'm a conservative opinion commentator. I am not a down the middle journalist. Now, I think guys like Jim Acosta at CNN are left wing opinion commentators who lie about being objective journalists. I truly do. But I'm a right wing opinion commentator. I was. I backed this. I endorsed this president on my radio show in 2015. All right. I was one of the first guys on air, <clears throat> excuse me, that was all in. So it's, it's the rare instance when I rebuke and I criticize this president. With Omarosa, Donald Trump made a terrible mistake and he owes an apology to the American people. A terrible, terrible mistake. All right. I understand loyalty. I understand wanting to take care of the people that you uh, are uh, that that you've known for years, but Omarosa never had a business, even visiting the White House, let alone getting a job that paid her six figures of taxpayer money yearly. The White House created this monster, and now they're dealing with that monster attacking them. Everybody now look. I travel <clears throat> around the country uh, uh, to political events, spend a lot of time in D.C., interface with a lot of people, people in Trump world, people in the political space, people in, the, uh, in that sphere. And what I will tell you is this. I come across people every day, good and bad. Uh, I come across people who um, know the president and his family. And I uh, hear very good things about people. I hear very bad things about people. Depending on who you're sitting with, I can hear something, uh, uh, two completely different things about the same person in the administration. I've sat down with people who think Rick Perry, the energy secretary, former governor of Texas, a guy I happen to like. And I don't know, we're having these buffering problems. Again, I do know that they're doing some work on the lines here. We've been trying to get the web upgraded um, all week. And uh, they're doing some work still. They're upgrading. They're they're upgrading this entire uh, building complex, and so we might have some buffering issues today. They're going to be done by Friday. The last couple of days have been very good, but they're uh, they're literally replacing everything with new fiber op, and so our web's a little spotty. But back to Amarosa. <clears throat> wow. We've got some uh, we've got some buffering problems. Sorry about that, guys. All right, so back to Amarosa. <clears throat> so uh, here's my problem. 
Woman never should have been in the White House. All right. This was a problem the president caused. This was a problem the president caused. The woman had never had any business in an office, in a role that was a critical function for the United States of America just because she was on a reality TV show. Now, like I was saying before we had a little buffering issue. So I sit with people every day. I've sat with people that know the Secretary of Energy, Rick Perry. I happen to like him. But I sat with a group of people that really didn't like him. They don't like what he did in Texas. And then I sat with another group of people that same night, this is a Trump in DC a few months ago, who think he is the greatest man in the world. All right? Now, I happen to like the guy. I'm in a lot of, a lot of the latter camp. Well, he's the greatest man in the world. But my point is, I like him. I think he's a very personable guy who's doing the right thing with the Department of Energy. My point is, you're always going to find opinions on both sides, right? About people. Not Amorosa. Anyone I've ever interfaced with over years, by the way, not just during her time in the White House. Going back to the early days of the campaign, because I really didn't care what that woman was up to before that. I never, never once, never once heard a nice word about her from anybody. Not one time. I heard things like, why is she around? She is horrible. She's nasty. She's backstabbing. She's self-serving. She's far left. She's a liar. She's just a terrible person. These are the things people said to me about her. Some very, very senior people on the campaign. <clears throat> very senior people. So Satan <laughs> here, he says he probably trusted her and she betrayed him. I don't know. I'm just desensitized stuff like this. What I'm trying to tell you is people closest to the president said she wasn't trustworthy. They don't understand why he trusted her because she'd never been loyal. It, it was very weird, very weird. No one, no one liked the woman. Maybe the president did. But I can like you when other people don't, right? I can like you if other people don't. I can see good in you when other people don't. That doesn't mean you deserve a six-figure taxpayer-funded job and the title of special assistant to the president of the United States. That's ludicrous. <clears throat> that is simply ludicrous. Ludicrous. It's ridiculous. And the president of the United States owes America an apology for this one. He does. Because we have very serious problems we're facing. And the mainstream media is now obsessed with Omarosa. Yesterday, I ranted about a compound in New Mexico where Muslim terrorists were training children to kill other children. And they found the body of a three-year-old on the property who's believed to be the son of Siraj Wahaj, the lead terrorist. A dead body of a little baby, three-year-old toddler. And the liberal judge, Sarah Bacchus, in New Mexico gave them a signature bond. Let the terrorists walk free. Media is not reporting on that. They are not reporting on a terror compound in New Mexico teaching children how to kill their classmates. They're reporting on Amorosa. And I blame the White House. I blame the White House for giving her a job and bringing her in. That's who I blame. That's who I blame. Why would you do that? Why would you bring this unqualified woman, universally disliked, universally deemed unqualified, into the White House with special assistant for the president, with a special assistant for the president title? 
a fan of this president. I'd back him to the wall. Mr. Werewolf Dude, thanks for the donation. I'd back him to the wall. I got it right. Harry Rodman says we love Q. That's sad because Q is fake. If Q were so real, how did Q miss the Peter Strzok firing? How did Q miss Omarosa? Q is a fake. Enough said. Now, <clears throat> now, when you have a distraction like this, when you have Amarosa out there, she hurting the nation, and make no mistake, this woman is now hurting the nation. Hurting the nation. She's out there saying there's corruption in the White House. Robert Mueller should put people in jail. The campaign was corrupt. Trump knew about WikiLeaks uh, emails being leaked. It's all nonsense. Do I believe, now I, I hope you guys who watch me believe that I have integrity. I hope you think that I give you an honest analysis, right? A lot of people are going to be mad at me for going against the president on this one. A lot of people are going to be mad at me, but he's wrong on this one. He was wrong hiring her. So I hope you think I, I, I bring you information through the lens of truth. Amaros is out there alleging that there's a tape where the president said in the N-word, a racial slur, this, that, and the other. I was told by somebody that I worked on a media project with in 2009, somebody very, very senior on The Apprentice, very senior, integral to the creation of the show, integral to <clears throat> the success of the show, not Mark Burnett. I'll say it's not Mark Burnett, who told me when these rumors first surfaced, we happened to have a call about it last year, not well about some other things, but this came up. He said it is absolute nonsense to the best of his knowledge. Absolute nonsense. He said, I worked with Donald Trump on that show for 10 years. Never heard him say anything inappropriate. Never even heard a whisper of something like this existing. He, this person, went as far as to say, Amaros is making this all up for attention. And those claiming this tape exists are making it all up for attention. Now, my position on the tape, so I hear that is a guy I trust, the major player in Hollywood, guy I trust. I hear that, but then I look at something else. I look at something else. Hollywood loves Democrats. Hollywood loved Hillary Clinton. NBC especially loved Hillary Clinton. Does anyone in their right mind think that if NBC or producers of an NBC television show were in possession of a tape <clears throat> that could have destroyed Donald Trump's run for the presidency, that it wouldn't have been leaked in October of 2016. Does anybody in their right mind believe that Hollywood sat on that tape and just, they, rather they sat on that tape just to screw up the 2018 midterms? They didn't drop the tape to a crush Donald Trump's White House run. No, <clears throat> they waited to screw with the midterms. It defies logic. It defies logic. That's why I don't believe any tape exists. Now, here's the problem the White House has. And I'm going to say this. <clears throat> Sarah Huckabee Sanders is far and away, in my opinion, one of the best press secretaries to ever stand at that podium. One of the best. <clears throat> Chaz1422, thanks for the donation, man. 
says the tweet calling her a dog was weak and petty. He has many supporters and needs to let them deal with low-hanging fruit. She's a liar provocateur. I agree on the latter. I don't mind that he tweeted at her. He needs to go at her hard. That's his style. But yes, she's a liar provocateur. But back to the tape. Don't believe I don't believe it exists. I don't believe it. Hollywood would never sit on that. That tape would have been released in late September 2016, and you would have been inundated with it. Inundated with it. Every prominent black celebrity would have been out there saying, he's a racist. You would have heard that snippet of tape over and over and over again if it existed. If it existed. Remember, they're claiming someone in Hollywood had it. They're not claiming a Republican congressman had it. They're not claiming an old business associate of Donald Trump had it. They are claiming someone who worked on The Apprentice, a Hollywood liberal, had the tape. That the tape was known to many Hollywood liberals, but it never leaked. It never leaked. It, it, it's impossible. Now, look, if there's a tape out there and it surfaces, I will come on air and admit I was dead wrong. But I don't think I'm going to have to do that. Because it, it, it just defies logic that this tape would exist and never have been released. I don't buy it. So, as I was saying, I think Sarah Huckabee Sanders is one of the best people ever to sit on that stand at that podium in the White House press room. One of the best. Sharp. sharp. She's uh, quick on her feet. She's witty. She's funny. Very well informed. Does a great, clear, concise job of informing the American public. <clears throat> All right. She screwed up big time yesterday. Some reporter, I don't know which one, asked her, can you guarantee, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, can you guarantee that we'll never hear the president use the N-word in any context on any tape ever? And Sarah Huckabee Sanders said, I can't guarantee anything. Now, I know what she meant and that you went on to say, the president has already spoken to this, he's clarified it, blah, blah, blah. Now, I know what she meant. <clears throat> and what she meant was, no adult can guarantee the actions of another adult, right? I don't care if you guys watch me every day, you love my show, you're fans of mine, and I take on a cause, you want to back me up. If somebody says, can you guarantee Cardillo won't do this? You'd be crazy to say yes. <clears throat> your proper and your correct answer is, look, <clears throat> I can't guarantee anything. I can't guarantee anything another adult might have. I can't guarantee anything a child might do. Can't guarantee anything anybody else might do, right? So she was right in saying that, but she shouldn't have said it because all she did was give the left-wing media fodder to say, oh, wait a minute, Sarah Huckabee Sanders kind of implied a tape exists. Oh, wait a second. She said she can't guarantee it doesn't. All she should have said, all she should have said was the president's already addressed this. Read his Twitter feed, <clears throat> listen to his comments. I'm not even going to talk about this tape. President's already said it doesn't exist. President's already said he never said that. Other people have debunked Amoros' claims, including pollster Frank Luntz. <clears throat> Sorry, guys, my allergies, like I told you yesterday, they're just raging. Like pollster Frank Luntz, who they claimed uh, heard the president say these racial slurs. Frank Luntz, not a Trump fan at all, never Trumper, went right out there on Twitter. He said, this is complete nonsense. I'm named, I'm named on page 149 in Amorosa's book. It's not true. Nobody ever spoke to me. 
Nobody ever asked me. She just put me in the book, is what Frank Lund said. Yep. <clears throat> That's what Frank Lund said. Somebody just said, if you're ill, eat superfoods like Twinkies. <laughs> no, I'm not ill. I feel great. I feel 100%. Just the weather down here in South Florida has been so up and down. Then, and they're doing a lot of landscaping where I live. They're actually doing a lot of landscaping outside the studio as well. It's just wreaking havoc on my allergies. <clears throat> it's terrible. It really is. And then we have two AC units in this building. And the one that affects this room, it has an electrical issue. So it turns off quickly. So it's a little warm and, and uh, that ain't helping. Now, you've got... Franklin's debunking Amorosa's book. You've got multiple people saying that they uh, never heard the things she attributes uh, uh, to them, uh, or say she, they never heard the things she claims they heard and relayed to her. They never heard them. They never relayed that to her. Now you got another tape with Katrina Pearson, you know, the old spokeswoman. She's still out there for the campaign. Lynn Patton, another person who was on the campaign, senior person. You've got another tape in which they're talking about various tapes. The Access Hollywood tape, whether or not this racial slur tape exists, and they're sort of bouncing around scenarios. <clears throat> well, Amorosa is releasing that. She recorded them as well. She's releasing that tape as some kind of evidence that the other tapes exist. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Not how it works. Oh, I took somebody out of context saying this, and I'm going to twist it to prove that exists. Just, it's dumb. And shame on the mainstream media for continuing to, to have Amaros on. Now, I will give credit. There have been a few out there, <clears throat> even some on CNN, that have asked her tough questions. And when they do, she gets very angry, very, very combative. Very angry, very combative. Now, to me, that's indicative of somebody being dishonest. <clears throat> Henry Henry V says, uh, you can get, well, I'm, I'm John, not Frank, but I get what you're saying. You can guarantee that I'm not sick. It's just allergies because you agree with me on some other stuff. That's basically it, right? Or you've got a tape of me when my allergies weren't kicking in. No, you've got a tape of people talking about how clear I was in a speech I gave. Ergo, I don't really have allergies. <clears throat> that's the equivalence. It's really dumb. Really dumb. Really dumb. And uh, now nah, people are saying, well, they're going to come up with a tape and they're going to use software to mimic voices. That won't work. Not when you're going after a billionaire who happens to be president of the United States. A lot of forensic analysts out there will, uh, will debunk it. Plus, you're going to find the person that that person was allegedly speaking to, and they're going to say this never happened. This is doctored. So Brendan Hall asks, how can we take down Amorosa? I think she's taken down herself. <clears throat> her credibility is shot. Nobody wants to hire her. I was told by people not just in the Republican Party. She is a pariah in the Republican Party. People in the Democratic Party, they don't want any part of her. They don't like her. They don't trust her. <clears throat> she was a disaster when she worked for the Clintons. The Clintons hate her guts. They want no part of this. 
They're not even going after Trump. They're like, she made her bed. She was horrible to us. She was horrible to uh, the Trump administration. We're done with her. The Democrats don't even want her. So Omarosa's really dug her own grave, career-wise. She's done. <clears throat> She's killed her own career. You know, <clears throat> it, it's, it's, uh, she's killed her own career. A lot of forensic analysts, a lot of guys told me about this. A lot, a lot of missiles. Look, I like the president style. I like see New York style. <clears throat> I like it very much. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. But I will say this. Man, I am pushing through. When my allergies hit me, <clears throat> they hit me in two ways. My eyes or my voice. And my voice is just devastated today. But um, so Brendan all asks, will suing her for breach of NDA work? Well, here's the problem, right? That NDA is only limited to the campaign. You don't sign an NDA in the White House because uh, it would be a violation of your First Amendment. You're a public employee and it's a public building. So there, there really can't be an NDA unless the information you're receiving is classified. So this only extends to things she did on the campaign. So I talked to a couple of really smart lawyers yesterday. Larry Clayman, founder of Judicial Watch, who's now with Freedom Watch. Larry says, absolutely, she violated her campaign NDA. He feels she has liability. Others don't. <clears throat> and uh, others don't. And so, you know, that, that's going to shake out. And they're actually not going to court. What I read is they're going to arbitration. And so typically arbitration falls down on the side of the person who initiated it, who has the agreement. So we'll see how it shakes out. We'll see how it shakes out. Now, another little interesting tidbit that popped up, I hadn't looked at it because I was researching Omarosa. But... Uh, <clears throat> shockingly, because this pertains to another tape. They've seen the uh, the allegations against Minnesota Congressman Keith Ellison, that there's a tape of him dragging an ex-girlfriend off her bed and, and screaming at her and being physically abusive and all that. Well, here's how I feel. Party politics aside, I'm not going to uh, uh, criticize or Look, do I believe the allegations against Ellison? I believe them because in 2006, there were similar allegations against him by another woman who came public, nearly identical. But again, I'm not going to say a tape exists on Keith Ellison until I see it. Don't like the, if this family has this tape, they need to produce it. They need to produce it. Now, the other issue here are the defamation claims, the libel claims. Look, as Trump's a public figure, Keith Ellison is a public figure. But these allegations against both of them go beyond that. They are defamatory. They are slanderous. They are libelous. So if you have a tape, produce the tape. Produce it. That's all. Produce the recording. Now, what's really scary, though, is that Ellison, you know, Ellison is a Muslim who's aligned with the Nation of Islam and Louis Farrakhan. He, he supports groups like Hamas. 
Ellison won the Democratic primary for Minnesota Attorney General overwhelmingly. Overwhelmingly. He's not a good guy at all. He's a radical, far leftist, I feel, Muslim terror sympathizer. I truly believe that. This guy is about to become the chief law enforcement officer in the state of Minnesota if he wins the general election. That's scary. That's scary. <clears throat> now, if a tape on Ellison exists, maybe they're waiting to drop it before the election in November to help the Republican win. You know, if that's the case, I get it. I get it. But we need to see it. MK Ultra 1186 says there are tons of Muslims in Minnesota. You can't even walk out of your door without stepping over one. Yeah, a lot of Somalis went there. And that's particularly troubling because with Somalis, Kamal Shabab and their sympathizers. And uh, that is a dangerous, dangerous group. <clears throat> now, I figured Keith Ellison was going to win because he is the uh, deputy chair of the, of the DNC. Got a lot of money behind him. A lot of money behind him. And the DNC would love nothing more than to have their deputy chair, their deputy chair uh, as, a, as a state attorney general. It's a very powerful position. You're one of 50. <clears throat> you have a lot of power to sue the federal government, to change and influence policy, not just in your state, but on the federal level. A lot of power. Uh, Sidekick, I don't need to set up a temporary studio. They're working on uh, our connection right now. It's just that they were doing upgrades in this entire area for the last couple of months. So the web has been uh, spotty for broadcast. That's really our problem. For day-to-day business applications, it's been fine, but they're doing uh, pretty extensive upgrades. Pretty extensive upgrades. Uh, what, who's talking about? I saw something with Fort Lauderdale. Let me see. Oh, don't know where that went. Okay. Thought I saw something about that. I didn't. Eric Dondero says Somalis have destroyed Lewiston, Maine. Downtown Lewiston is now one of those asshole countries. Yeah, look, these people come here and they, they live in places with extreme poverty and they certainly don't want to respect our laws, our way of life. You know, <clears throat> they don't. What do we expect? What do we expect? Oh, uh, Gail asked me to repeat what I said about Keith Ellison. So, yeah, our stream went. I'm saying that, look, I think Keith Ellison's a terrible guy. I think he's a far left radical. But if a tape exists on him beating up this woman, produce it. Produce it. You can't launch accusations and allegations like that unless you produce the evidence. I am no Keith Ellison fan. I think he's a Muslim terror sympathizer. I think he's a friend of Louis Farrakhan. He's a bad, bad guy. But you can't defame someone and say you have evidence of, of them beating women unless you produce it. Now, in fairness, the woman is saying it happened. She's saying it happened. But if there's a tape, release the tape. Unless their strategy is to release it before the election. Oh, Gail, Keith Ellison won the Democratic primary for attorney general of Minnesota. And because he's the co-chair of the DNC, they're going to dump a lot of money into that race. A lot of money into that race. 
So he may very well be the next attorney general of Minnesota. And that is very, very troubling. Very, very troubling. <clears throat> uh, yeah, you can expect no-go zones here in the U.S., John Zeeland says. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> That's, uh, that you can. But I don't think we'll ever let it get that far. I don't even think we'll let it get that far. I think we're uh, going to be doing a lot better as a nation and uh, than, than many of these other uh, countries are. Because here in the United States, we have conservatives <laughs> and we have law enforcement that, thank God, still isn't afraid to use force. <clears throat> they're, they're getting afraid, but they're not afraid to use force when necessary and appropriate. And so I, uh, I'm not super worried I'm not super worried that we're going to, uh, you know, face the same fate as these other nations. I'm just not. <clears throat> now, Paris has had this problem for many, many years. I speak to people who were stationed over there in the embassy in uh, late 90s, early 2000s. They had no-go zones then. And you never heard about them. You never heard about them. But they had no-go zones then. <clears throat> And uh, Hollow Moon says, I can't wait for the day when Donald Trump and the Republicans are considered left wing. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. I don't think that'll happen. I just don't like um, what uh, I don't know. Uh, zero Enoch Zero says, making accusations without evidence does no good for our credibility. <clears throat> yep. Yep. You know, I don't like, that's why I don't like conspiracy theory sites. That's why this Q nonsense is nonsense. And Q debunked itself by not uh, knowing about Peter Strzok being fired. <clears throat> Strzok was fired on Friday. If Q was this massive insider, they would have known. They would have leaked it. Yeah, I'm not a, uh, so KQ American woman says, Somalis in Minnesota scare me. They have Somali police fraternity, now nonprofits. Somalia is a really, really dangerous place. And I don't see a lot of good coming from Somalis emigrating to the U.S. I just don't. <clears throat> I think they are too culturally and institutionally radical and fundamentally anti-American. What they believe is not what we believe. And so I think that's a uh, very, very big problem that we uh, in America should look to. You know, we, we don't have to let everybody in this nation, all right? <clears throat> we don't. So let's go to some of your uh, comments now. <clears throat> let's see. Wow. Got a lot today. Um, hmm. Cat Girl said earlier in the show, Trump is good at saying things, so I understand them. It's a great comment. All right, look, that's why he won. That's why he won the election. Plain speak. I said Ted Cruz sounded too much like a, a graduate political science professor. He really did. Trump, you know, when, when they were talking about trade, all the other candidates, very wonky, very wonky on trade, uh, very intricate, very detailed. 
needed an MBA to understand him. Trump got up there and he said, our ships go to China empty and they come back full. They're selling us. We're not selling to them. And Americans went, that makes sense. That's what these other guys were trying to say. Why the hell didn't they just say it? So yes, Trump has been a great communicator. He's mocked by the mainstream media because they're elitists. But he communicates very well everyday Americans and with everyday Americans. Trump is rude. I don't mean he's rude. I don't think he's rude at all. I think Trump leftists and Fox is moving a bit to the left. They certainly are. Now, Katrina was, uh, her statement doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I know what she means, but I thought the statement she and Lynn Patton put out wasn't the clearest. This wasn't the clearest. So, but uh, I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch the Ed Henry interview. I plan on watching that after the show, the recording. When I get home, I do this show in the morning and then I do a uh, <clears throat> television show on a cable network in the afternoon. The last thing I want to do is watch more news. The last thing I want to do is watch more news. Let's see what else we got. The pirates started this in 1812 when they took on our Navy ships. I don't know what they started, but okay. Don't take on the U.S. Navy. You typically lose. Gail says, Gail Cotsman says, Trump kept it simple and spoke to the forgotten people. Exactly, Gail. Exactly. I always said, Trump made the silent majority get very loud because he knew how to speak to them. You're 100% correct. <clears throat> and IVK4PJ says, Trump is the communicator. Catgirl says, straightforward. Well, exactly. Look, I always say uh, that Trump is like that president in a movie that you say, wow, I wish we had a president like this who spoke like this. But then you get one and you're really mad about it. No, well, the media is anyway. Now, if Trump were a leftist, if Trump were a leftist, they'd love him. They'd love him. Oh, my God, they'd love him. Oh, Lisa said he's talking about the Barbary Wars. Yeah, okay, I wasn't watching that. <clears throat> Let's see. Okay, Omega says, I met with Trump face-to-face -face at the Nashville rally a while back <clears throat> and talked with him for nearly 10 minutes when he met with local business leaders afterwards. The guy is a godsend and is aware. Exactly. The guy understands how to fix problems. That's what Americans want. They don't want rhetoric. <clears throat> they don't care about polish. They want people to fix problems. With, as Techman007 channel says, he's a common sense guy. They want somebody to fix problems using common sense. <clears throat> Julian P says, there isn't any question about how Trump feels about an issue. The rest is all spin. Try to offend as few as they can. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And I'm sick of it. And you're sick of it. And America's sick of it. The world is sick of it. Sick of it. Hollow Moon says, this is why I believe Trump will be considered left-wing one day. People are now starting to wake up and debate topics they don't agree with. There will be someone more libertarian than Trump. Yep, I agree. I agree. It's going to take a while <clears throat> because you're going to need uh, you're going to need people to um, fund that and and that movement to gain steam. Right now, it's two party. My, my
Ask it. Uh, I don't know. I'm going, I don't see your question. So as long as it's not trolling, <clears throat> let's see. Well, no question yet. When I get it, I'll answer it. Trump doesn't build real relations with other right-wing countries in Europe. He does. Some guy said that. He absolutely does. <clears throat> I was talking to some very senior people in the Polish military. They love him. They love him. They love him. He's like a godsend to them. So Poland is a really conservative country. Chelsea Clinton tweeted out that abortion is a boom to the economy. I got to go to Twitter real quick and, and see uh, the context of that. Eric Dendero said that she did that. Let me pop over here to Twitter and see what my good friend Chelsea Clinton is up to these days. It's sad when Chelsea Handler <clears throat> auto-populates before Chelsea Clinton. And uh, I don't uh, see that. Anywhere. Oh, here's something about it. Let's see what she said. Chelsea Clinton says Roe helped add three and a half trillion dollars to our economy. Chelsea Clinton's trying to spin it. I didn't even see this story. Very, very interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I, uh, oh, geez. I don't know. Poor Chelsea. She really is clueless. All right, so let's see if this guy asked me his question. I don't see it anywhere. Mm. Somebody said I was avoiding their question, but they wouldn't ask. No idea. But old Chelsea Clinton saying Roe v. Wade added three and a half trillion dollars to our economy. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where to go with that. Don't even know where to go. Trump don't own the internet. <clears throat> I don't want Trump to own the internet. I don't want anybody to own the internet. I don't want anybody to own the internet. And, uh, you know, guys, the stream is uh, getting a little bit worse. And I just got a couple of updates from uh, the provider. <clears throat> that they're gonna, uh, they may turn it down. We may lose internet at 8.15. <clears throat> so we'll go a couple of more minutes, but if the stream continues to be this bad, I'm gonna end early. And uh, they promised me that this will be completely fixed by Friday, by Friday. So, well, we'll be 100% by Monday. Let's see, somebody asked me, what do I believe uh, Trump's vision is on a decentralized currency, cryptocurrency? I don't like crypto. It's it's not backed by anything. It's not real to me right now. It's I think it's a nice concept. I don't uh I don't um not a fan. I don't own any crypto. I have two Bitcoin that I got early on, but I wouldn't put any real money into it. But that's me. I know people who've made money on it. <clears throat> if it works for you, go for it. Just not me. It's not me. It's not for me at all. I like commodities. I like oil and gas. Um, they make the world go round. I think it's uh, 
you know, this is safer bet. But again, if you like crypto, go with crypto. I don't think it's real. It's viable. <clears throat> and I don't think it'll be, be around uh, for long. Gail Kotsman says, I still don't understand General Mike Rogers. It's Admiral Mike Rogers. He was the former head of the NSA. Haven't heard much from him. I think he's just kind of gone off in a retirement. I think he went off in a retirement. And uh, the real bad guy in all this is John Brennan. Going to be talking a lot about John Brennan tomorrow. A lot about John Brennan tomorrow. <clears throat> and I just got a uh, text here, an alert, saying they are going to send the web down at uh, 8.15. It's going to be down for an hour. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sign off now. And I'm going to see you guys back here tomorrow morning at 7.30 a.m. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Really appreciate you. And I will see you back here tomorrow morning.